Welcome, everybody, to the first ever episode of Cowboys and Philosophers. Really excited about this. A little bit nervous, I'll be honest with you. You'd be really surprised how nervous you get when somebody has a camera and microphone in your face. I, I didn't think it would make me apprehensive at all, but um, it does a little bit. So I'm really excited about this podcast uh, let's talk a little bit about what it is and uh, what we're going to talk about in this first, I guess, pilot episode. I'd like to talk to you about what we're going to talk about, who we're going to try to talk to, and maybe give you a good feel for where it's headed. And it's not headed anywhere, <laughs> I think, is the, <laughs> is the direction that it's barreling towards right now. Um, I'm not really intending to head anywhere. It's just something I'm doing uh, for a lot of different reasons. Um, but, you know, if you do start a podcast or you want to do a podcast, you should really do your homework. But I think there's reasons, different reasons for doing podcasts. But a lot of people are going to tell you you need a targeted demographic and try to plan that with what commercials you're going to sell and how are you going to monetize and... Uh, so, in terms of those reasons, this is going to be the least successful podcast ever. This is going to be my mom watching it. My mom. And so, you know, uh, but in terms, in terms of other reasons, like more normative reasons um, I have, uh, I think hopefully it will be really successful. Um, I'm really excited to do it. So, what, what the number one reason, let's just get right into it, that I started this podcast was simply that everybody told me to. And I've had a lot of opportunities to do a lot of things in my life that I just didn't take seriously or didn't take people up on. And, and finally, enough people have told me, you have to start a podcast that I decided, why not? Let's just give it a try. Maybe there's something to it. At the very least, it'll probably be cathartic for me. Um, I'm really into writing. I really enjoy writing. I enjoy the written word. Um, but I think there's something really powerful about the spoken word um, as well. Uh, so, which was, it leads me to the name. Why is it called Cowboys and Philosophers? Well, so I have my degree in philosophy. It's a big degree. It's a whopper. Nobody get too excited. Associates of Art. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it is an honors degree, so, hey, you know. Kind of a big deal. Uh, but I do study philosophy, and, and I've continued to study philosophy outside of my degree. Um, because I don't want to launch into this on the first episode. I initially became kind of disenfranchised with um, academia for some reasons and the whole academic academic process. And I'm not here to disparage it at all. Or, uh, But I just figured out that I could study philosophy, continue to study philosophy outside of school and it was something that I just didn't want to particularly do with my life. There was a huge amount of investment, um, which I went to school at a later age as a non-conventional student, so massive amount of investment there. Anybody that has a PhD will tell you uh, permanent head damage uh, is what I've heard a PhD described as. And, and I had permanent head damage already, so I didn't need more permanent head damage um, because yeah, I, I, I guess I could have went into research or maybe taught, but I just wanted to learn. 
and I really was after answers, just real answers about the world, and and I didn't have any interest in in proving anything to anybody, in, in writing a, a paper or a PhD to impress a bunch of people, or or for them to tell me that I was now allowed to study philosophy or, or talk about it with people. I really got the most engagement talking with other people, and kind of this is what this podcast is going to do for me. Maybe that is is my ability to get my thoughts and ideas out there, and which I try to be really humble about. I know the limitations of of myself, and and but I'd love to hear comments. I'd love to interact with people, um, and and so I I knew I could do the things that I wanted to do without dedicating my life to being in this in this area. But I really do enjoy philosophy, and um, it's just something that that I, I wasn't committed to pursuing full-time and I think you can learn a lot about it uh, outside of outside of academia and, and again never here to disparage academia but uh, it just wasn't right for me um, it, it was crushing my curiosity and, and I wanted to be outside of that when I would write papers and I'm not again here to get into this first podcast about academia, but I would write papers, and I would always, my papers would always be something along the same lines of, well, I just don't know, I, I can't answer that question, but I can identify questions that I need to be able to answer to form a, a more probable or a better opinion about topics, and and uh, my professors would tell me, no, that is not allowed, you cannot do that. What you have to do is pick a side and go with that side. And then look for ideas and opinions to bolster the credibility of your site. And I just really didn't like that. I didn't enjoy that very much at all. Uh, I just really wanted real answers about life. And so I pursued, long story short, I pursued philosophy for a little while, um, which is why I'm good at podcasts, because I talk a lot of bullshit. Uh, <laughs> philosophy really prepares you to run your mouth, right? Yeah, it's great for that, so... I, I, I'm going to talk a lot of smack about philosophy, and I hope if anybody that is a real philosopher, not like a uh, end-of-the-bar philosopher like me, um, is listening, that I hope they know I really respect it, and, and I do respect the discipline, obviously. Um, it is one. Of the, it is full of a lot of bullshit, though, let's be real. It's pretty funny stuff, and, um, and I, I'm pretty naturally geared towards doing it, so... I enjoy that. So why the Cowboys part? Well, probably it's just because naturally I've been told that one of the greatest that ever lived in terms of Cowboy. So it's not true at all. Not true at all. I'm not much of a Cowboy. Um, I grew up in Cowboy culture uh, and I loved it. I've always been in love with it my whole life. In fact, I think I really strayed from it because I valued it so much. Um, I'm not any kind of cowboy at all. Uh, I'm a horseman. I would say an amateur horseman. Um, dedicated to uh, in, improving that over the years. I spent a lot of time in the discipline. I'm not anybody special, but you know, I really, really enjoy starting colts. But I do love and cherish real cowboy culture. And I think I really soaked that in as a young man and really enjoyed it. In fact, I got really far from it at one point in time. You can see you don't see many 
<laughs> cowboys with tattoos on their neck or hands, right? They're not really that showy, but um, I got pretty far from, from my roots at one point uh, because I think I just respected it so much that I didn't want to try to emulate a lot of those older guys. Um, I think every person believes this. Every person that's involved in cowboying, ranching, starting colts, whatever it is that really, really proud of, of the traditions that from their local area. So where I'm from in the mountains, I really believe that that group of cowboys in that place in that time period was some of the best in the world, hands down. I mean, my dad, my uncles and those guys, they do it all. They'd hand braid a bosol, you know, I don't anything, anything you can imagine. It wasn't fencing or, or fixing windmills or, you know, it wasn't just that. They were, they really valued this stuff um, just on another, another level than what we see a lot nowadays. And I knew right off that I wasn't that, right? Like I could look at them and I could look at myself and I could juxtapose the two things and say, well, I'm not wired like these guys. And so all my life, I grew up doing it, more particularly horse, equine, equine-related stuff. Dang it, I meant to put my equine words back there, so everybody can see them if you're watching the uh, video rather than listening to the podcast. Um, and so I grew up in the equine field a lot more than the bovine, that's cows, if you guys don't know anything about um, uh, cowboying and you're just here for the philosophy or here for the bullshit. Uh, so I don't want to say I'm a cowboy, never. In fact, I'm like the kind of guy I could be out there and if I would have to look under the cow. Is that a cow or a steer? I would have to like... <laughs> I am not great in the bovine world. Um, worked on some dairies, worked at some feedlots. You know, I'm not that terrible. Uh, but I'm not like a bona fide cowboy. But I always grew up around horses and stuff and and, um, so even though I did all that, I just recognized that I wasn't like those, those guys. They were just cut from something different than I was. And I think every person might feel that. Um, and maybe in some later podcast, we'll get into that. There is some very serious, um, maybe ego and stigmas in the cowboy community. It's one of the strongest that I've seen. Um, and, and I always was a philosopher. And I was always really high in openness traits and high in high in open thinking and um, liked new experiences and stuff and and that clashed clashed a lot uh, in that kind of culture. And so I think the fact that I valued it even more, like I see people that are kind of involved in cowboy now, and I think, well, dang, if that guy's like a cowboy, then I think I might be one. All my relatives are one. My dad was one. I grew up. Shoeing horses, starting colts, uh, you know, taking them to the tracks and, and doing all that stuff. And I think, dang, I, I think I might be because it never crosses a lot of these people's minds that they're not. I think that they really think they are. And so I'm not here to say who is and who isn't. But if I juxtapose myself against some of the, the people in the, in the industry now, I think, well, dang, I have as much of a claim <laughs> to, uh, to at least being knowledgeable and invested and enthralled with the kind of lifestyle and culture as as some others because I do I remember all those old poems and cowboy stories and uh, 
just everything, you know. My dad was a connoisseur of cowboy culture. He liked to know about cowboys down in Peru and South America. He ran a ranch, actually, in Australia, a huge, what you call a cattle station over there for Fred Hervey, the uh, owner of Circle K, actually. He was a hell of a cowboy. And uh, my dad ran a massive ranch in Australia for him. And my dad learned how to use Australian stock whips, and whoosh, man, from Snowy River stuff. And uh, also, you know, learned how to muster in helicopters and, you know, eradicate wild cattle with 3030s. And, 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 and so he was just a connoisseur of cowboy culture from Brazil and, and South America to, you know, he cowboyed in Hawaii. And he loved it. He, he could tell you about those Great Basin cowboys and their flat hats and, and you know, a lot of Mexican cowboys from down in Chihuahua and their hand-braided riettas and, and uh, you know, to down to South Texas and Louisiana. And, and so I grew up with my dad was my hero. And those old cowboys were my heroes. And, and so I was really steeped in that culture and uh, really, really loved it. And so I want to bring a lot of that on in this podcast. Um, I want to talk to some interesting guests, both but from philosophers to cowboys and everything in between. And so there is no targeted demographic, really. If you're interested in some cowboy stuff, stick around. Uh, if you're interested in some philosophy stuff, stick around. Because uh, we'll talk some. And maybe not pure philosophy. Um, I'm really interested in what's going on in the country right now, what's going on in the world. And I'd like to talk about some of that stuff. And I'd like to talk about it in a really clear-cut way. I'd like to talk about it in a really clear-eyed, I should say. Um, so I know that's going to be really popular. I know that like a moderate centrist <laughs> that tries to really amp down the rhetoric of both sides and talk in a really clear-eyed way and say that semantics really matter and we have to just get deadly accurate about identifying problems and not be slightly hyperbolic. I know that's so popular right now. <laughs> that's like so info. People are really going to love somebody that tries to tell them that uh, maybe they're both a little bit wrong or one's 75%, one's 25%, but we just have to try to be really open to, uh, to, to communication. And um, I mean, the news proves that, that that is so in right now, right? So terrible sarcasm there came off maybe a little holier than now I don't know but yeah so let's I'd like to talk about that and and bring on some guests um, a couple friends of mine that are philosophy professors I am a firm believer that we are living in a golden age of country music like it is amazing when I was a kid it was terrible it was horrible there was like Johnny Cash and Chris Christopherson and Waylon and Willie and David and all the outlaws. And then there was just like pop country. It was like Rascal Flats, like Keith Urban, like frosted higher hair and bell-bottom boots or bell-bottom jeans. <laughs> it was terrible. I don't know what happened in country music. It got so bad. Maybe I just sucked at finding good country music. But... The internet has made it a lot easier to find good country music. Like, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy what's out there now. Like, yeah, Coulter Wall and um, 
Is his name Charlie Crockett? Terrible with names off the top of my head. Um, so we're like in a golden age of new country thanks to YouTube. We're going to bash tech for sure. I'm a diehard Luddite. So we are going to bash some technology. Um, but there's some great things from the information age. And one of them is that we are in a golden age of country music. So I'd like to get that, get that, uh, get some guests on here and talk about some books. I'm an avid reader. And so uh, I hope to not make this podcast about me, really. This is just kind of the pilot for what to expect and see if you have any interest in tuning in. Um, so I'll talk about some books, get some authors on here. I'd like to really dive into a lot of that and um, a lot of news and, and current events and maybe kind of viewed from a philosophical lens. I try to stay out of this cacophony of just toxic stuff that's going on right now. I just want to stay out of it. Like if you're looking for a digital echo chamber, it's going to like, you know, validate that you're right completely about the world. 100% right. Like you don't, there's nothing you don't know. Like you're a, <laughs> you work at, I don't know, a job where you're just like the best at what you do. I don't know, you work at like a mechanic shop and you're like the best mechanic there. But somehow you know everything about race relations and economics and um, metaphysics and epistemology and I don't know, all the geopolitics. Like if you're looking for a place that's going to tell you it's all really simple and and uh, <laughs> and uh, that you know it all, then probably hit one of those big ones because they got you down. They got it. They, they, there's one that has, has a perfect spot for you. But, um, so I'd like to get some, uh, a couple friends of mine that are professors and, um, get them in there and talk about a little stuff. I, the idea on the philosophy part would be to continue to talk about a lot of stuff that you hear on a lot of podcasts, but I would really like to just try to elevate the dialogue a little bit. I'm not interested in making money. Um, I'm not interested in views. I'm not interested in clicks. Uh, because that's what's going on right now. That's, the, that's, that's one of the worst parts of the internet, right? The information age brought us an amazing amount of things, and it's also just playing us like fools, I really believe. Um, you have these people out here that are just, and we could do a whole podcast on this, that are just political pundits. Like, my dog's walking in here. You're going to hear a click, clack, and clack, clack. People at home are like, what are you doing? She's old. Can't say anything about it. Respect. So, but yeah, uh, I have so many friends right now, and, and I don't elevate myself by any stretch of the imagination because, like I said, I, I'm not, I'm one, I'm aware of my own limitations, but two, I'm not a PhD. I'm not anybody smart. I'm not an above average thinker. Um, but I see my friends getting just played like, a fiddle by these political pundits, right? <laughs> these guys that are just dividing the entire nation. They're just throwing gasoline on the fire. And these massive podcasts, these massive channels that are just so good at dividing people and just reinforcing uh, that they're 100% right about their views on the world. And um, it's, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to just watch these guys like, and, and, 
and I'm seeing a lot of people that she there goes the dog again she's dissatisfied with my lack of attention to understand um, it's crazy that people can't identify something's happened within our education system maybe yeah talk about PAL memorandum and all that stuff, but something's happened to where, well, there's a lot of things that can happen. We can talk about this on another podcast, but people aren't able to identify just what people are, right? Not, not credible sources of information, but what people are. I see people citing people off the internet, and again, this is not a kind of ad hominem attack. It's not that you couldn't be a political pundit and be right, but it's that... <laughs> You, these people are just cherry-picking sides of arguments and, and, and they're political pundit arguments and these people are being touted as like public intellectuals. Right? Like I don't want to start name-dropping people because who am I? But there's like very few of these people that are being touted as public intellectuals that I think are talking about anything of substance and, and there's some that I really like that are out there. Um, I, I doubt this podcast would ever be large enough to get him on, but Jonathan Haidt, maybe one day, you know, and, but I, even like Haidt's work, I'd like to talk about in a deeper context in relation to, to what's going on today in a lot of ways. And so I see a lot of other people that are touted as intellectuals and it's like, brother, they're playing you. They're a pundit. They're making a lot of money off of people watching your stuff. And they're dividing people, and they're selling you stuff, and they're monetizing these channels, and they're throwing fuel on the fire. I don't know if they're nihilists. <laughs> There's one that, like, I'm sure is a nihilist. I don't know how else he could be, but... Ooh, bump the mic there. But I'd like to try to elevate that a little bit. I'd like to get people on here that are friends of mine, that are professors, and have stayed in philosophy, been in philosophy longer than me, and... And, and give some really clear-eyed views about the world and, and what's going on. And, and uh, so my motivations are, are just that, uh, out of a sense of maybe, I'm not trying to be a moral exemplar, but I would really like to help tone down the rhetoric and, and what's going on in the country and, and have more clear-eyed discussions. And so when it comes to a lot of these guys that are making these podcasts and are making these videos, I just wonder if they ask themselves if they should do what they're doing. It's not whether you can, right? You can become a crazy famous YouTuber. I'm sure it takes a lot of hard work and you have to have a targeted demographic and a targeted message that they're going to love to hear. And you're going to have to put up videos of this person owns, this 35-year-old person owns this 19-year-old college student. It's great. It's great. Like, should you do what you're doing, though? Like, are you doing anything pragmatic for the nation? on a moral level should you do what you're doing and not some esoteric i can i can justify doing what i'm doing like just just be real be real for a second and that's why i want where the cowboy part comes in just be real be a good old boy right just run through things through the smell test <laughs> do you think you're really doing something good or are you just making money off the nation are you just playing people stirring people up because these things have real world results so I asked myself that question a lot, and I think they should too. And so when I asked myself, Henry, if you're going to do this podcast, should you? Should you? What's the worst case that's going to happen? Probably no one's going to listen to it because nobody wants to hear a moderate, centrist, 
who tries to analytically synthesize, do like meta-analysis of data and analytically synthesize problems in a really humble way and in a way that, and when I say humble, I mean always any of the opinions of mine that you hear on here, I, 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 I suspect all my opinions are wrong. I suspect I'm secretly an idiot. And just no one's told me. And I really hope that that is the case. I'd love to have some, some people in here that I don't agree with that are just on another level that I am. And I'd love, if they have the answers, I want them, right? And, and so I don't see a lot of these podcasts being done with, with that kind of um, real genuine philosophical inquiry, that interest of like, hey, if you have answers about the world, please share them with me. I'm not interested in if, if they conflict with my own or not. If they do conflict with my own, I'm going to try to put them together and see which one breaks using logic and reason. And, and if mine breaks and yours doesn't, then hey, that's a, that's a piece of information that I've got, a little nugget of truth that I'm going to hold on to. And so when I ask myself, should I do this podcast, it's like, what could it hurt? <laughs> what could it hurt? A moderate centrist telling you to try to really analyze the data, at the end of the day, be suspicious about the, the veracity, be suspicious about the sureness of yourself and your opinions and... and be open to new opinions and uh, try to be a cowboy. Try to be a good person. Right? Try to be humble. Uh, and <laughs> try to think of yourself as an idiot who's just learning stuff about the world. And so I asked myself, is that going to hurt anything? Like adding that to the cacophony of what's going on right now in the world. Can it hurt? I don't think so. I don't think so. So when I ask myself, should I? Yeah, maybe the answer is yes. And, and that's a little bit of what I'd like to talk about is, is kind of, again, would be some, some of the things going on in the world. And, and I'd like to get a lot of guests on here uh, from the old cowboy world, from, from the world that I knew, and, and have them tell their stories on here. I think a lot of people would enjoy that. There's a lot of culture there. Uh, and there's levels to, to this stuff, you know? Uh, and so I, I'd like to let, get a lot of people on a lot of different levels, everybody from cowboys to philosophers to talk about their ways of life, their ideas, their opinions. And so this is going to go over great, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, there's, this is going to have a really targeted audience, get a lot of views. I'm just kidding. It's not about that. Um, it's about trying to share people's stories and, and ideas and elevate the dialogue on things a little bit. And 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 promote a, a culture and a way of life that I love or maybe hold it up for other people to view and check out. And so if anything I said sounded even moderately interesting, please come check us out some more. We're going to set up a uh, Patreon to get going here. And, and we're not trying to make any money, but I'd like to have money to fly out some crazy guests. And, you know, there's some academics that I've seen uh, I've seen interviews with, and I'm like, why didn't they grill them? Why didn't they they just grill? I want like there's people I want to grill and, and that costs money and and I'd like to really see that and I I'd like to provide something meaningful for people and I'd like to tell some good stories and and talk a little bit of bullshit. So if you're interested in that, check it out. We're gonna have a YouTube and we will uh, post the podcast as well and we'll have a Patreon and um, uh, I'm gonna enjoy it. Regardless, so I hope you guys will be here to enjoy it with me. So, 